Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotional. So excited to be back with you today. And man, I hope you are having the most wonderful week. Um, y'all, my week has been crazy. Um, y'all can be praying for me. I am dealing with some like pretty wild anxiety um, for the past few days, and it's been hitting me kind of like blindsiding me left and right. I always want to be honest about my struggles in case it's helpful for any of y'all. Um, it's weird. I don't know what's happening. I work out. I'm on top of my eating. Um, I'm doing all the things I need to do, and yet I am like royally stressed. And so you can be praying for me. And um, I love it. Um, part of the reason I love our group is because it gives us the chance. You know, we have a private group. It's our, if you look on Facebook, Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family, you can find that. Um, it's a group where we can talk about these things and be praying for one another. And if you're looking for a community like that, I would love for you to be a part of it. It's really special to me. Um, I really believe it's special for the people that are a part of it. It could be special for you as well. Um, but be sure to look for that and get connected. But today, I wanted to jump back into our conversation where we've been in 1 Samuel. And y'all, we're, we're like in this middle of this chapter. I believe it's 1 Samuel 16 or 17, uh, where it's like David and Goliath. The story everyone has heard. Whether you're at church, haven't been to church, David and Goliath, you've heard it. Um, Goliath is this massive dude. David is this little shepherd. Um, and somehow David pulls off the victory. Spoiler alert, if you didn't know. Um, but I want to talk about a lot of the things surrounding this story because um, there's so much good stuff when it comes to us being able to um, observe ourselves, to um, understand who we are and the things that are going on in our lives and how we respond to it. These chapters are gold and there's so much in it. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about um, the king, uh, Saul, and David's encounter um, during all this. So David has been anointed to be king. Um, we've talked about this, but it's many years until David actually steps into the, onto the throne. Um, Saul is still the king who's been rejected by God, and Saul is not in a healthy space. He is, in, um, he is being tormented by his decisions, by his loss of power. He is in a really rough spot. And during this chapter with Goliath, um, David basically stands up and is like, I'm going to challenge this dude. Um, like he is, he is talking a lot of smack about my God. Um, or like we can beat this dude. I believe our God can show up. And Saul ends up calling David into the king's chambers and they end up talking kind of about this fight. And, you know, we don't get a lot about what was said. I I can't imagine Saul was thrilled with the idea of David standing up and saying he was going to be the one that fights. Um, but what does happen is Saul eventually, um, tries to fit David into his armor. And when it does that, what it find out is it's too clunky. Um, it's too bulky. It doesn't fit David well. And it just doesn't work. And David is basically like, listen, I, I've never fought like this before. I've been a shepherd up to this point. Um, and basically turns down this armor, which any of us, let's face it, at this point would be like, um, you need the armor, bro. Like you're about to fight a giant who's got a spear. The spear of the head's bigger than your head. Um, you're you're going to need the armor. Uh, but David recognizes the fact that like it just doesn't work for him. And I'm reading this and I can't help thinking about my life and my choices and how so many times other people um, 
try to put their own image and their own ideas um, onto me. And just because it worked for them, they believe it should work for me. Or just because they believe it works, it should work for me. And in our lives, there's a lot of times where um, we face things like that. It's not armor. No, very. I can't imagine any of us having to sit down and having armor tried on. Um, but it's not too crazy for someone uh, to come and tell us um, how we should be making our decisions, especially when it comes to family, when it comes to close friends, when it comes to um, sometimes church people. Uh, employers, things like that. They're telling you how to lead. They're telling you how to act. They're telling you what to say, what you can do, what you can't do. Um, And they try to push these ideas of who they are onto you. And it's really frustrating because one of the things I think that we need to do better at is understanding of just because God measures it to me doesn't mean it's measured to others. That I believe that there are things that God has called me to do and not do um, that are different for other people. I love meeting people who are like, hey, I don't I don't drink. But what I hate is when those people are like, hey, just because I don't drink and I believe that's what God's asked me to do, that all of you should do it as well. And if you don't do that, then you're less than. It's ridiculous. If we all look at our lives and our experiences, um, there are things that we really believe that God has specifically called us to do and not do. Um, But there are things that also that you're like, you know, I believe I can be a little bit more looser with this. Now, hear me say this. I'm not saying that you go against the Bible. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying ideals. For instance, did you know that when the necktie first came out and was wore at church, people were um, basically ostracized for wearing a tie uh, because all the church people were like, well, they're just fancy. They're just showing off. And then the pendulum swang. And all of a sudden it was, if you don't wear a tie, then you're not bringing your best to Sunday and you're a freaking jerk. And we can actually see that pendulum already starting to swing the other way. Um, But the reality is, is that there were points in life where people really believed that if you did or didn't do that, um, that you were less than God's best. And what it is, it's no different than the story where Saul was trying to put his armor on David. He's trying to say, hey, this is the best way. But I want you to hear me say this. God has created you to be you. That every experience you've had that's led up to this moment um, has formed you, has molded you, has shaped you into the person that you are today. That the battles that you faced have prepared you for the moments that lie ahead. David says this. David says, hey, all I've had is my sling. Um, I've had my rod and I've been able to take out bears. I've been, ta- been able to take out lions. I can beat this giant with this. But he, I mean, and I love it because in my mind, it's like, even if he couldn't beat Goliath, this is David's best chance is to do the things that he knows he can do. And I want to challenge you with the same way. Listen, growth is evolution. It's an, it's an evolution of our understanding and our beliefs. And I believe that as we grow, that our, our, ideas, our ideals will change, who we are slowly morphs into a better, more, um, more secure person. But where I want you to start is this, is just because someone tells you to do it doesn't mean it's the best. And just because you're doing it doesn't mean you should assume it's the best for someone else. Listen, be the person that you were created to be. Look at your life experiences. Look at, to the, look at the things that have led you to this moment and believe that those are the things that God has put in place and has used to morph you to tackle the challenge that you're facing. Don't let someone else tell you that their way is the best way because it's, it's, never, it's never just one plan. There's other ways that God can show up and show off, and we see that all throughout Scripture. So I want to challenge you that today, but I'm going to pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you for this incredible story. Thank you for, um, Lord, for creating us and molding us into your image, um, Lord, that you've, you've taken all of our experiences, you've taken all of my experiences and brought me to this moment. Um, and Lord, I thank you for those. Um, Lord, it's not worth me trying to fight and be someone else. Lord, you've called me to be me. And so help me be me. And Lord, help the people listening to this to be them. 
Um, let them be unashamed of who you've created them to be and who they are. And Lord, let them blossom and live that out and become more and more of who they are. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.